Welcome to the Clobbercast, proudly presented to you from Clobbercom, all the way from Sheffield, England. Ben, Glenn, take it away. Afternoon, Glenn. Afternoon. How are you? Not bad. Yourself? Absolutely not bad. Good. Bit surreal today, isn't it? Yeah. Some guests. Why is it a bit surreal, Glenn? Because we've got the LA Denim Hangs here in bloody Sheffield. <laughs> Alright, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that awkward little bit at start where nobody knows what to say. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, quickly introduce yourself, Sen. We've got Joseph Pizarro, aka Joe Pizarro. Nice one. Uh, Frank Sanchez, Japanese Buffalo. And Bryce Paisano at Hey Paisano. And how are you finding uh, your trip to England so far? Wonderful. Yeah? Very yeah. tiring. Yeah. But good otherwise. What time did you say? You've been in England a day, haven't you? Wonderful yes. day. day. And basically, tell us about when you set off and when you arrived and what you've done since then. And now you sat here on a podcast. Okay. okay, they don't seem to be going for it. I'll go for it. We left uh, LA at about 1 p.m. and then landed in London at 7 a.m. Okay. So very little sleeping in general. Every time we tried to sleep, Frank would throw things at us or okay, okay. start filming so, us and, yeah, so there was this laugh part where and wake up. Joe just fell asleep like with his mouth open. <laughs> so then I started you throwing really like cashews. Cashews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it was a fun plane ride. <laughs> it's even funnier that you were sat at opposite ends of plane. <laughs> <laughs> Rose D <laughs> going for it. So you got into London yesterday and so basically you travelled into the future, didn't you? We Almost. Did. Yeah, we did. We had so, an eight hour time travel ride. Yeah. So when you landed in London, it was like three o'clock your morning. Three, yeah, uh, three o'clock. Roughly. It was. No, wait. No. We landed here at 7 a.m., so like, it was oh, 11 no. p.m. 11 p.m. Yeah. Oh. And then you just went straight through. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. we were trying to fight that jet lag, so we just stayed we awake were, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, me and Joe wow. were. Yeah. Tried to stay awake. Frank was. Frank over here. <laughs> he was not doing great by the just time fell he fell asleep made it against a yeah. lamppost. Yeah. <laughs> against a nice red phone box. <laughs> just sitting at dinner in the booth, like so sad on his face. We go, we'll take you home, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> we're, going, we're going right now. But you so, got to see some good stuff though while you're in London. Yes, we saw Big Ben. We saw the London Bridge. Well, we yeah. saw whatever was left of Big Ben. Oh, yeah, it's under construction oh, yeah, yeah. right now. There's, like, scaffolding all around it and stuff, yeah? Is there? Yeah. yeah. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. House of the Parliament, just across the road there. Yeah, we, we did see that. it. It was at night. We didn't know what any of it was. Mm. It's, it's, yeah, right it's just it. lights, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Mm. It's weird. I've, I've been in the House of the Parliament. Have you? Which is bizarre, yeah. Yeah, what have you been at, in there for? Um, just a meeting not we like a president or anything oh, like that um, but the weird thing is all the politicians they get all the food and drink completely tax free and you know when you see people like falling asleep in parliament yeah it's because they're all like pissed wankered yeah and it's like, <laughs> it's like I went the most in the, boring job in world yeah, like £1.50 for a beer in there mad really yeah that's oh. interesting. So what's the worst thing about London that you experienced? Oh, we were sat at a cafe and somebody tried to force me to give him my 
oyster, oyster card. card. Yeah. He was very upset at me for not giving him my card. No, he wasn't yeah. asking for it. He was no. demanding it. And that was just Joe. <laughs> yeah, it was Joe. It was yeah. Joe. Yeah. Just grumpy from Jetlag. <laughs> and the best thing about London? Oh, the weather. The weather. Um, just <laughs> the weather. Just, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> Imagine answer. that. Imagine that. <laughs> no, it's a. Uh, uh, Bryce and I, um, first time here, so in the Europe at all, so it's just, it's been a, a, like, a learning different experience, just experiencing this for the first time, you know, yeah. so it's just, uh, it's different from back home, so it's a, uh, Joe, Joe Uber here, yeah, earlier, so um, you already, we got an Uber and I was about to get into the passenger when I noticed the passenger's actually driver's seat. (laughs) (laughs) They kept telling the driver he was driving on the wrong side. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're glad we didn't rent a car. (laughs) Especially in London. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Oh, definitely um, Crazy. We got to check out Rivet and Hyde and Mm -hmm. uh, Clutch Cafe, so I was here on March and I didn't get a chance to see that, so um, that was definitely on my bucket list. Which ones did you prefer out of the two shops? Ooh, you trying to say something? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Harsh. <laughs> Curious. They're both unique in their own way. Um, the guys at uh, Rivet and High were very nice. Yeah, well, especially because I had always um, been talking to him through Instagram. So yeah. Um, but Daniel and it was uh, Junior was there and Paul. Junior and Paul. Junior and Paul. Yeah, I think Daniel's the guy from Sheffield that opened it originally. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's the one you were talking to, right? Yeah, yeah that's the one. Yeah, nice guys. Really nice guys. It's a nice start as well. I've never been. Never been in. It's a a nice, clean denim store. Yeah, the opposite. Which is completely (laughs) opposite to Clover Camp. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just off Oxford Street in London, so... Different. uh, When I went to Clutch, I only went a few weeks back, but they had that Japanese brand that I didn't really know what about. You know, that Ferro's? Yeah, there's I, loads I of that in there. It's, nice. it's good as well. It's yeah, really it's really good. Some stuff yeah. I've never heard of their brand, mm. um, but I also wanted to check out Nigel, but we didn't get a chance to. So oh, that's so close as well. Yeah, that's literally at the back of Oxford Street tube station. Well, when you have Frank guiding you, that's probably like <laughs> yeah. five miles away. So. Yeah. Honestly, we were lucky we got. And you had your oyster cards, we Nate, so go. you couldn't get anywhere. Else, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is, you, yeah, you were very, very, like, literally from here to the depot cafe away <laughs> from so it at one don't point. Don't tell us that. That makes you feel bad. <laughs> That's unfortunate. But it's all right, because you're going on to Dusseldorf next. Yes. Correct. And how long are you there for? When do you fly? Tomorrow morning? Yes, tomorrow morning. We, just we actually don't know. Oh. <laughs> um, are you in charge of this We are buying our travel as we arrive at the places or decide we know when we're leaving. It's yeah, it's been not a, good. Tra- it's not smart travel, but it's what we're doing. Especially yeah. when cool. all your Airbnbs are asking what time you're going to arrive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they want to know everything because you've got to actually meet them for a key, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's, so. uh, but you're not, you're not in Airbnb tonight, so you're tra- flying morning. Dusseldorf, and that'll be Wednesday, and then you're there well Friday. Then, 
Till Thursday. Yeah. Yes. Till Thursday. Till Friday. Yeah. Idea what day of the week it is. Yeah. Till Friday. So you put, you put some good time there. Yeah. I'm just along for the ride. I don't even know when we're going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Find local bar. That's all that happens anyway. That's I've, all yeah. we've been doing. I've already <laughs> spotted who the sensible one is out of the three already. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing dad. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I am trying to not be mom. Definitely. <laughs> oh. Tie your shoes, yeah, fix mom, your cuffs. Mom, <laughs> yeah. mom, Just ask her she was today in the morning. Yeah. Oh, and I got very lost and very upset. Yeah. Mom lost us. Terrible mom. <laughs> so, what do you think to Club Account store? It's awesome. Uh, it's uh, different from like uh, when you see it online. It's not. Uh, Imagine it. I, I mean, I saw the rope and everything, but it's. Uh, I like it. Is it smaller like, or bigger? It seems. I smaller. reckon it's smaller. It don't don't you think? Like everything yeah. seems bigger online, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Including mm-hmm. people. Like I thought you were all like ten foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> to be it's honest. That uh, yeah, it's that upward shot. thing, yeah. isn't it? Like, <laughs> maybe it's the boots. They're not nine feet tall. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Uh, yeah, I always think stuff looks smaller online. To be fair, though. We do open back up a lot, so it does look bigger sometimes, which is yeah. cheating a bit because it's closed in a minute. But there you go. It's it bigger than most stores, but yeah. it seems mm. small. It's not bad. Would, Comparatively. Mm. Would, do you think that, you know, because this is quite rugged and a bit mucky, do you think that... that. <laughs> that's, that's, you know <laughs> what I mean? That's what I <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. In, in du- personality or in... in industrial. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that this store, if you picked it up and put it in LA, would work? Oh, definitely. Like, definitely. Style. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> People want this, like, industrial, mm. like, natural feel, as opposed to something that's super clean, especially when you're buying this kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. feels right. Like, you're going mm-hmm. in, you're buying something rugged, you're buying something workwear, and yeah. this yeah. kind of environment Tough. makes sense. Yeah. It, it was quite easy with this place because the, uh, like this is just, well, it was a lot dirtier than this when I took it on, but because it's all steel works, it's mm. just kind of got that anyway. It almost yeah. has that Mr. Freedom feel too. Yeah. There's only, that's that the only store because, out there that's, yeah. oh, that's that looks in, somewhat yeah. industrial, so. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty good. And then I found this guy in Barnsley which is a local town it's like 10 miles away but it's like a small town so it's not like a city and he just bought a church and just filled it with refuge stuff stout like he's just an obsessive compulsive buyer of anything that's old and wood basically have you ever been to Wayne's? Hoarder it's unreal yeah it's unreal (laughs) but you could just go in with like some money when we're setting up and I just did it all in one go. We didn't even know how we would set it up, but you know, you kind of know if you're buying the right thing and you're in the right building, mm-hmm. don't really matter what you move around, it still looks all right, if you know yeah. what I mean. You've got, a, you've got an idea. Yeah, that's, that's it. Matters, mm-hmm. yeah. If I'd have actually tried to clean this place, it would have cost a fortune. <laughs> it's kind of sealed walls with PVA. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> like that. So. so, is there anything that you've seen in store where you think, oh, we don't really see that every day. Oh, well, we were just mentioning the, the Red Wing stuff that we don't get to see, like the clothing mostly, mm-hmm. like the shirts. We were just saying, I I was trying to buy the Red Wing Ringer D for like a full year. Which is here in small? <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> thanks, that made me look at it. If you look at the size, of course. 
uh, yeah, things like that where we just legitimately you can't buy it. Like whether or not we know about it, it you have to. Or if it, you even worked at the store, yeah. Or they, yeah, you have to work there to get it. Well, it depends. Not before it, before when I started working for them, you were able to buy it if you were a customer. Uh, but now that even when I work there, they are unlimited or they don't release them to anybody anymore. It's so weird, isn't it? Because you'd think that that's just, I mean this nicely, but just easy money. You know, if I read it, like to print up some teas yeah. and bang them in store seems like a pretty easy cost. People, if you're a fan of Red Wing, uh, and you might not need any more boots, but you, you sort of like, you want to engage with them so you can just drop $40 on a t-shirt, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you've done it, like you've shown your loyalty, but you haven't had to spend $250 or whatever they are. Well, if you were buying a pair yeah. of boots, you were actually getting the shirt for free. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that kind of gives you an incentive to actually buy the boots. So. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, somebody great, brought really. that up to me. They're like, There's, people are so much more willing to spend $30 to support something as opposed to, yeah, $250, yeah. Mm-hmm. whatever it is, that price point, if they like it. If your one-off purchases is much more likely to be something small. Yeah, it's thought easy. process into yeah. it. It's like we always wear them t-shirts. It's like they're less than thirty quid, and we do tons of them every week. Mm-hmm. But they're less than thirty quid. So I think like people listen to podcasts, see shop, see you trying to work hard, and it's like, well, I, I don't want a two hundred pound pair of jeans, but I'll chuck thirty quid at a t-shirt and then. Yeah. You know, it's like, and every little helps, doesn't it? Like, big style. Mm, so, definitely. So, do you get same seasonal releases as us? Like, have you got the blue mocks? Free note is carrying them, actually. Are there? Yeah, free note. And have you got the Priory Blacksmith? You know, the one where the leather's not dyed yeah. all the way through? Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty much the same yeah, on Isaac boots. Has and, yeah, I see. Because mm-hmm. uh, when we do interviews with Amsterdam Red Wing, sorry, Red Wing Heritage. <laughs> they work with America Direct on all products, don't they? Yeah, they yeah. Say that like, they, yeah, yeah. you know, they'll have an idea, it goes to America, it comes back, and everybody sort of decides together. So it is just the clothing side then. Yeah. yeah. Which is really weird because it says made in USA on back of all t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. There's so much like that. So much stuff that we can't get. That whole, uh, like, Lee European line, we can't mm-hmm. get. Interesting. It's good that I know. Yeah, it is it's like really it's good. really good. Like Just the, uh, do you get much LVC? Uh, some. I've never heard of that. Uh, Levi's, Levi's vintage clothing. Some. It's also well, really Freedom. hard to find. In Only the Mr. Store. Freedom carries that. LVC. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, see they're quite prominent over here as like brands. I think Lee, uh, their one on one stuffs really fucking good, and it, but it's affordable as well. It's like Edwin. Mm-hmm. It's like 140 yeah. quid for a pair of jeans as opposed to 240 quid. Yeah. Uh, so it's like quite a good intro. But Lee used some really good denims. It's a bit underrated, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lee was something I was looking into when I first started getting into raw mm. denim because of the price and yeah, yeah. the quality, and I could not find anything. Not Certainly not to try on, but mm-hmm. like even just to buy and have shipped, it was didn't make sense. So there we go, Glenn. Notes. Store in America, Edwin Lee 101 and LVC. And Clubber Camp t-shirts. And Clubber Camp t-shirts. Yeah, t-shirts. That's t-shirts, it, of yeah. course, mate, yeah. <laughs> and Red Wing pin badges. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to phone Rick, can I get another box of them Red yeah. Wing pin badges? Because nobody's got them. <laughs> you get us into the store with the pins. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's all so, wholesale, Red Wing pins. 
so what I'm going to do is I'm going to shut down part one yeah. and then what I want to get into is kind of the brands which are really kind of like popular and, and I think where you, you guys are a rundown of what we're wearing definitely yeah yeah for sure absolutely okay. this sounds like a creepy phone call <laughs> yeah, right. yeah okay Ben I tell you about this every podcast <laughs> can't help yourself right so I'm going to hit pause and then we'll come back and do the profiling cool part two part two the laptop's not died yet so we, we're going to keep doing this 15 minute stages yep not a problem so Ben you mentioned before the uh, commercial break a bit of profiling yeah so let's go through you guys. What brands are you wearing? What's the get up today, starting with Joe? So I got their uh, Free Note Jepson uh, woven shirt. Yep. Underneath, I got another Free Note, the, their white uh, simple t shirt, and I'm carrying their 19 ounce right now. Cool. So everything all Free Note. Yep. And, and of got? course, Red Wing Heritage, the Klondike Mocktails. Uh-huh. Yeah. They are good nice. guys. Very, very good. Uh, I have the uh, 316 Panama Cloth Type 3S jacket on. And wearing the uh, gray um, basic t-shirt and denim. I have my uh, Pure Blue Japans from uh, the collaboration they did with Blue Owl. And boots, Truman. I'm a Truman Boots uh, China Blue Waxy Commanders. Which nice. I wore because I saw that it was going to be rainy and <laughs> water repellent. <laughs> so, yeah. Bryce? Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, I was wearing a really awesome, like, crazy sha- Sashiko um, Momotaro jacket that I got at, uh, in London. Hide. Yeah, at Rivet and Hyde yesterday, and it's amazing. It's very nice. It's, so it's really good. Yeah, yeah. That fabric's so nice. Um, and a rail car Donna's the brown that mm-hmm. they did special. They're also cool. I don't have a lot of stretchy jeans mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. so this is like really the only pair of stretchy jeans that the I wear. They're salvage as well, aren't they? They are, yeah. So yeah. it's crazy to have a nice super lightweight stretchy pair of salvage. Yeah. Like I still feel cool, cool <laughs> in them even though it's <laughs> stretchy denim. And then the ladies... Uh, Moctos, the Red Wing Heritage Moctos. Were they yeah. the eight seven fives? Were they the tan ones? They, they are. Yeah. They've charactered up. <laughs> they're really they're, they're very crazy. Yeah. Recently, I I had talked somebody in to getting them at my work because I told her how amazing they were, and she's into workwear stuff and so she bought them and wore them to work on like the third day of having them I was like to the back we're taking yeah. a picture before and after this is crazy let's and do it now yeah I got so many people asking me about them and like wait those are the same boots yes yeah, yeah. they do just get crazy I um, they've gone particularly good though <laughs> I, I put Smiths on them one time I just brushed them so I didn't wash them I just yeah. brushed all the dirt off Smith leather bond on them and yeah I wear them most days mm-hmm. and I work at a grocery store and I do a lot of physical labor yeah, <laughs> so yeah. yeah yeah they are amazing tell us about <laughs> your good. lace choice then <laughs> you've obviously swapped laces I now. did yeah I do just um uh gosh what's it called the paracord I just do colored paracord is so, it Pisca range I, uh, no, 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 no. I went to actually. I bought it on Amazon. I bought like a pack of like thirty colors because mm-hmm. I was making something else, and realized that one of the pieces that you buy is perfect for two boots. And ah. so I now I have like 
Lots every of, color of nice. laces that I could ever dream nice. of. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Do you get to wear your boots at the grocery store? I do. I get to. I, my only required piece of uniform is a Hawaiian shirt. Wow. <laughs> so I wear a Hawaiian shirt and then I get to wear basically whatever I want. As long not as I not seen that shirt moderately. on Instagram. <laughs> I do. I have most of them. Although they're hip now, so people just think yeah. they're my shirts. Yeah. No, I people compliment me on them all the time, especially if I wear them out of work. No, they make me wear this. Yeah. I don't choose it, I promise. Is that the uniform? Is everybody wearing a wine shirt? No. Or just the supervisors? Yeah, just the supervisors. Everybody else wears just the, the t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Special what's the, uh What's the most odd grocery item you have dropped on your Red Wings? Oh, uh, not a lot of odd <laughs> stuff. I've gotten like tartar sauce on them. Yeah. Somebody dropped an entire case of olive oil, and I had to go pick it up. And they That's were a secret. Yeah, <laughs> they were very sad. They felt, <laughs> they felt very bad. I was like, "No, it's fine. This is great." As I'm like rubbing it into the side of my boot, I swear this is wonderful. Thank you. Could have been much worse. And um, Ben. Yeah, what are you wearing? I know uh, I phone you every night before bed and ask you that, but before bed, post <laughs> daily wear. That's good. Eight one three eights. I'm wearing the club cam jean, the Callum, because mm-hmm. you've got to wear them in so people buy them, and when they're new, you're like, oh fuck, we ain't got anything to compare them to, so I'm gonna have to wear these every day. Of course. Uh, I think I've just got a vintage t-shirt on. Yeah, an old t-shirt. I'm wearing a Carhartt sweater. Mm-hmm. And the RGT ISC shirt. Mm. And nice. I'm comfortable. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Why ain't it as interesting when I say it? I don't know. Because we do it every week. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. What about you, good sir? Uh, Red Wing, same as you. 8138. Uh, You've got some clubber socks on, actually, haven't you? On uh, I've got my Red Wing socks, socks actually, on. I've yeah. got clubber socks on. Made uh, in Manchester. Oh, okay. The oh, are actually, Frank, I think. Oh, here you look. My socks in your yeah. Match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the Tellison Ladbrook Groves. They're looking well, them now, actually, aren't they? Yeah, they feel We've better. We've still now. got some beating to do on them, though. Yeah, they're not big quite. time. Got the Clovercam Railroader belt. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all wearing the same belt today eyes the three of us yeah. are all yeah. wearing yeah. Yeah. yeah which yeah. which of eyes sorry well, sorry no, <laughs> sorry Glenn we're concerned with your top half we all yeah. just highlighted <laughs> something that we'd all missed which uh, yeah. colours have you gone for from Isaac I have an indigo dye indigo dye yeah, yeah. I have the Claricom one actually. <laughs> hey! <laughs> 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 one. Don't get him started with that. Story was this girl here was said she was gonna punch me in the nuts just because I wore like bam. Claricom one, guys. About the fact that he got the clobber comb on it and he said he was gonna specifically show you. I said, I'll dig punch you. Glenn just opened the conversation. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My fault. My fault. That's cool. Your top yeah. half, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Edwin, uh, basic tea. Is comes it? in a pack of two. Quality. It's two for 30 quid. Yeah. Wow, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a nice t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And a nice little box. And then I got my uh, 316 
Shadow Salvage type three. I had to convince Glenn to buy this jacket. That's really nice. That's point, crazy. To the point where I was like, I feel like I'm being a salesman on you here, which doesn't need to happen because obviously we're buddies. <laughs> and I was like, but I really think you're going to like this jacket. And then I've not seen him in anything else yeah. since that day, which every was a day. month ago. Yeah, I wear it every day. It's a beauty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just slightly between sizes on it. That's why I'm hoping that one's a bit better for me, you know, because the oh. denim's so... T- Strong. Yeah, yeah. This, like, this I'm not one's a medium more, or a large. Mm. I'm like a bit in middle, whereas I think that'll. This is stretches. stretches yeah, a bit, give yeah. a bit, so I'll mm. probably be able to do a medium. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, brands, LA. Is it Freenote, Railcar, RGT? 316. 316. 316. Ah, yeah, 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 of course. Mm. Um, and there's. N- That's no- three big. Big wigs, isn't it? Yeah, it's big. Four, big Four. wigs. Four, yeah. Four it's heavy mad. hitters. That's mad, isn't it? Because that's kind of like the brands. It, do you consciously swing that way, Ben? Because I just, I just prefer the way the clothes look. Yeah, it's mad it's because fucker it, Because that's like in one. <laughs> 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 it is like there's nothing yeah. I can do about it either. Because that's like all in one like area. I guess in America there's so many little other brands in other areas. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot, but the the production is in LA. There's so much, ah. there's so much manufacturing made in America. Manufacturing, yeah, yeah. in LA, so brands can thrive there, and they can still make relatively close to in house. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Railcar makes in house, but everything else is, you know, even though they're making it somewhere, they're sending it out to be made in a factory they are there and they're in the same city and can overlook which makes a big difference yeah so I've got a bit of a question then so we've just mentioned four brands we've got Freenote RGT 316 and Railcar Uh, this is no reflection on your opinion on the products or the quality or like that we're not going down that road because basically who you buy from you kind of you're probably buying from there a little bit it's sort of invested. Yeah. Yes. Ah, yeah. So it's yeah. not it's not actually up to do with the garments as such as what order would you put them in? If them four shops were in a row, which one would you go in first? <laughs> oh jeez. That seems just as Frank, do you want to answer? That? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh well, okay. For uh oh, no. You can break it up, so you could say, well, actually, if I'm going to buy a jacket, this is where I'd go. If I'm going to buy jeans, I think I prefer that place. You know, you can sort of break it up a little bit. Well, for me, I started with Railcar. That was my entry. I started there, and my, I have, like, four pairs. Like, every day, all my pants, Railcar. It's just this one right now that I got into. It's okay. just first Pure Blue Japan. Other than that, it's just rail car flight trousers and denim. I love it because they can, Steven tapers it. Uh, him, is the, I mean, it's under too, so it fits me perfectly. Mm-hmm. As for the top, nothing fits me like uh, 316. Okay. 316, I love it because it's, uh, it's loose on top and then it tapers down to the waist. Normally, I tried on other brands and it's uh, it fits the top, but then it's uh, too loose, too boxy at the mm-hmm. t- bottom, or it doesn't fit on top too tight, but it's perfect mm-hmm. the way. So, uh, those are uh, the so brands. the fits basically. The fit, yeah, you basically buy your fits. Yes, yeah, fits, yes, yes, yes. Fit, which is makes perfect sense. What yeah. size do you take in a three sixteen? Uh, well, this jacket is a double XL. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so you're never a double XL. Yeah, I'm saying no. it, it does size I'm, small, doesn't it? I'm, like this is double XL. Yeah. So, so yeah, and then uh, their shirts are XL. Mm. So 
Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. It's weird how 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 different the sizing is. Because oh, like yeah. uh, like double XL in this three sixteen, and then in Indigo Ferret, I'm like a medium. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is you got to know your measurements. Yeah, That's everything. Man. Well, yeah. it's always interesting to me too because they're American brands, mm. and generally the American brands are made for like American <laughs> men, like <laughs> larger yeah. dudes. It's and true. so it's interesting that that stuff is so tapered. Tell, Weird. Uh, tell Big Dude that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Big Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> He's always like, you guys gotta make, you know, you guys gotta make. Bigger, bigger sizes. Size. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Andrew, we gonna make a bigger size. Oh, we're working on that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Joe? Would you? I mean, you kind of walking out of it right now. So, oh yeah, uh, don't wow. it's very I don't clear. know any anything from rail cars. So, okay. um, and RGT is way too small for. I'm not a big guy, but a larger guy than most people. Mm-hmm. So. Even a large would be good, but like I was telling Glenn, if I was to eat a burrito, that thing's not going to fit the same. So <laughs> I stay away from that. And basically, all my wardrobe is free note. Is it really? Yeah. So that'll be the one. It's a one-stop shop. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Come on then, B. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, I just can't fit into a lot of things. So the rail car, <laughs> rail car, men's and women's actually fit me. Like I have a pair of rail car spikes that are like probably my best fitting jeans. Mm-hmm period like men's or women's and so those ones that i tried on their chore coat the other day and it was amazingly perfect on me it the length of sleeve and mm. like given the waist everything was crazy which i know a lot of people have a problem with the sizing and everything but it's like it's weird that their stuff fits me so well where yeah i tried on this weekend i tried on a type 3 from 316 and a supply coat from yeah from rgt because i've wanted them for so long and uh one more time mike (laughs) big dude was like you should put that on (laughs) and then just pressured me until i put it on and then i was like thank you now i want it even more than i did but none of them fit me perfect they all go like oh okay well i could wear this open or i could wear this like this but none of them actually fit me properly i think it has to be perfect if you're going to spend that money yeah the amount of money to get something that isn't perfect just because i like the fabric Mm. i can't really justify it no no i I get that in store i see people and i'm quite honest with them if they try on a jacket and they love it, but they can't quite, you know when you don't quite fasten pro. And they're trying. And I always just said to them, don't, don't go there. Don't spend 300 <laughs> yeah. quid on a coat that you can't fasten like. Yeah. There's and other things we can do. Which, yeah. to be honest, is like huge of you because I feel like most places you go into it, they're like, yeah, that could totally work. And they try to convince you of all the ways that it could work. And you're like, it, it, it doesn't. <laughs> the, uh, so do you think the rail catch off fits you better than the coverall? Uh, yeah, actually, I think it does. Yeah. Yeah, because the coverall, I have to leave the bottom. I, I can button it. It yeah. does button. Yeah. And I leave it open. I have to roll up the sleeves because they're a little bit too long. Where the rail card short coat fit, every Definitely. button fit perfect. The sleeves hit me right where I like them, which mm-hmm. I do like a short sleeve. And yeah. generally roll up my sleeves anyways because that's how I like them. Yeah. But everything fit me perfect, which for a men's coat, just because it was an extra small, it was 
it was amazing that it mm-hmm. fit so well. It's funny because when I try on the charcoal, I always feel like it don't fit me quite right. But I've got the coverall. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely yeah. perfect. That's oh. perfect in my sleeve. Yeah. It's not too long and da 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 da. You know, everything Which, works. Yeah, previous. I mean, that. The coverall is the jacket I wear basically every day. Yeah. That's the other. That's the only coat that I came with. Mm. Was the. You've got the green cover? one, haven't you? As I well, do. is that denim yeah. or is it like? Uh, I think it's canvas. Is it? Yeah, it's thick. It's heavy. I've not seen that. Like yeah. Before. Oh, I saw it on somebody mm. online. Was like, that's a good looking jacket. <laughs> I thought it would be too bulky. I thought it would be too much with all the pockets. It's like, oh, that's not going to be slimming enough on me for mm. me to want it. And then I saw one in a friend's store in Seattle and was like, oh, that medium is pretty small. Oh, yeah. It looks pretty good. I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'll try it. And I went <laughs> online and they had extra smalls, which most places don't have. Most yeah. brands don't make an extra small. So I I had a bad day at work. And so I bought it on my lunch break. I was like, oh, I need itself. to feel better. Which is, you know. Mm-hmm. A true story. Yeah. The first <laughs> ever raw denim piece I ever bought full price was the coverall. Not mm. really. You know, that yeah. was the first ever one yeah. that I ever... Because I worked with vintage, I could always get, like, LVC, Selvage, and I, all these vintage denim jackets. So I could... I had really... I had a lot of access to denim, mm-hmm. but not raw. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it were always... Like, raw. this stuff up here yeah. that you can see. It were all that sort of stuff. Uh, and then the coverall were the one that made me go, mm. ding! Yeah. It were... I, I were never into anything, were I? But it no. was just literally RGT <laughs> that got me. Yeah. Like, compl- everything that they did, weren't it? And within, like, about four weeks, I got the supply jacket, then I got that shirt, then I got the camo pants, then there were another shirt, that work, that service shirt, yeah. it, that just standard in you go one. Yeah. And I didn't really buy anything else for ages, did I? We just really like RGT. And then I got that duck canvas rail car. Yeah. I've never worn that. Oh, I was just going to ask how you like it, but it's <laughs> <laughs> not very much. We, uh, we launched the clobber call, if you saw that on Instagram, where people phone up and it's almost oh, like a yeah, yeah. personal shop of it over the phone or whatever. And uh, we were filming it on the streets here, like we like camera crew. I'm like, I need a new jacket, for, you know. I'm going to be on TV. <laughs> and I put it on and I walked down the street for about 15 minutes and I've never never worn it since. Oh, no. Yeah. I've got the camo RGT supply jacket as well. Uh, not supply, you got the wax uh, camo. Wax camo. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one's yeah. nice. It sold out really quick, that. Mm. We had yeah. like one XXXL or something. <laughs> you know, like they all, all the rest just went like that. Yeah. And we were one XXXL for ages. But ended up in Canada. Yeah. But I just bought into the RGT brand though because as we were saying about people earlier and that's like emotional connection to like Carl and Leslie straight away after like the podcasts and things um, but which is weird now because like, I feel like I'm cheating on RGT with this 316 <laughs> it's like on your lab grows lab- you've never had any RGT jeans to be fair no because it never stopped my size Ben <laughs> <laughs> to be fair they're very nice at 316 yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. very helpful very nice but I, I, I feel like uh, I don't know about you guys but I struggle with jeans so much more than jackets like, do you like, are you, which way do you kind of, do you buy more jeans or do you buy more jackets or what seems to fit best and worst? I think my problem is boots. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't really <laughs> care about the jeans or the jacket. It's just what I'm wearing as far as boots goes. Okay. But as far as the jeans or the jacket, I think I have more problem with my upper body uh, mm-hmm. just because I 
tend to neglect my legs a lot when I work out, so <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the upper body that I have the most trouble with. Joe's just a reformed sneakerhead, so. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Cool. And nobody's wearing, um, nobody's wearing sneakers or trainers, no? no? I brought a pair of sneakers with me. I have a pair of PF Flyers with me. I did wear them one day. But no. No? No. no. I think he only brought Truman's. Uh, I only brought this pair. Yeah, he brought so. one oh, yeah, pair. Just, I just one wear pair. one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just for that be it. Yeah. So you, know, you would never really wear like Converse or Vans with... Well, I, I did it. No? I did it in yeah. March when I came to uh, London for the first time. I was actually wearing some Y3s. Okay, yeah, yeah. But then I actually saw everybody else in a couple of the denim dudes that I met and I felt kind of out of place because they know me from wearing yeah. boots. So I told myself I'm not making that mistake. Uh, so, <laughs> so I ended up bringing just the, the Red Wings and the Vibrics, the rough out. <laughs> yes, because you went yeah. to denim days with a pair of boots on. A pair of boots around your neck. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and I yeah. am not fucking failing. <laughs> and Drinking um, beer. What I'm going to do now, guys, we're going to shut down for part two because... It's not died yet, so I feel like it's gonna soon. Um, and then what I want to come back onto um, on the next part is uh, Instagram, and how you guys kind of all hooked up and things like that. Because I'm sure that's a good, a good half an hour conversation. So we'll be back in a second. Yeah. So we're back for part three. Uh, what just happened, Joe? Oh my! <laughs> Frank was hiding my phone from me. <laughs> we spent what like the last. Five, ten minutes? Oh, we spent ten minutes looking Just for that. looking for Joe's phone. It was in his pocket. Oh, my friend was hiding it from me. <laughs> oh, dear. These things happen. This is li- This happens in live showbiz. <laughs> but the show yeah. must go on. It must. Um, um, I want to talk about Instagram because I'm new-ish to Instagram. A year. Yeah. Uh, you've year got me deep. into that, I don't ben. even think you're a year deep, man. No, probably year. about 10 months. Um, but for me, it's massively addictive. Um, and it's how it grows is a bit odd. So let's let's probably start off by how each of your Instagram accounts, kind of like how you kind of got into it, how, like how you started posting photos, and then let's see how you all kind of... Well, essentially, time. you three are here today because of Instagram, and you three are here with us two today. That's true. Because on Instagram, yeah, if you get what I yeah. mean, and now we're doing this, so there's definitely Whoa. something in there. <laughs> give me a second to digest that. <laughs> <laughs> that's gnarly. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, let's uh, start by asking. It's like when, when Joe lost his phone, he starts becoming invisible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what keeps us all together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Back to the Future. You know that photo? He had no legs. <laughs> so, how did it all happen for you guys individually? Because I guess everybody's got a bit of a different story when it comes to uh, this sort of thing. We've been starting with Joe, ladies first. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, at the beginning of this year, I met somebody at my work. I complimented him on his 316 Shadow Selvage jacket, and he was astounded that I knew what it was. <laughs> and I, so then we uh, started talking, and there was a few people in the Seattle area that he knew that were into this kind of thing. And so we started hanging out, and he was on Instagram. And so it was kind of something that it was like I liked raw denim and I liked the whole thing so it was like oh this would be cool and there's not like 
certainly not a lot of ladies doing this so like I'm already into it I already have the backlog I suppose you might say so like oh this would I'll start doing this and so I started doing it kind of lightly and was like oh this would be fun actually the very first picture I posted of jeans was January 1st so it was like New Year's Day and I was like oh yeah hey I'll start this and so I started lightly doing it and then I just got more and more into it and like meeting more and more people and meeting people who are local like <clears throat> like I followed Jess of Aegis Handcraft for a mm-hmm. long time and so then I like kind of started talking to her and then I was trying to sew and source fabric and stuff so I was like oh might as well go to the person who would know so yeah, so yeah. I got to start talking to her and meeting with her and so it just kind of led me to the rest of these guys she was oh, so starstruck when she got a <laughs> Japanese buffalo. <in> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God, is this Fra- the Frank? Oh my God, my eyes. My eyes. <laughs> um, I, uh, my friend uh, Jesus Vegesis on uh, uh-huh. Instagram. He's the one who uh, got me into all of this. Um, he bought a. Uh, he, he, I see him wearing his stuff and I'd be just shocked how he spent like $300 on denim and like on boots but uh, I eventually yeah I got into it and then he would post it on Instagram and I'm a pretty relatively private person so uh, I didn't have Instagram, Facebook, none of that so I started posting this about <laughs> denim and boots. So that you created an account called <laughs> Japanese Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm a private person, the Japanese Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, I guess that was part of it too, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just started posting uh, my clothes and uh, I wanted to keep up with sales because Instagram, of course, brands, companies put on sales, flash sales every once in a while. So that's what I was interested in, just to be able to keep up and new merch and all that. And it, Started meeting like Bryce said, people in the community behind all this, and was yeah took off from there. Mm. That's cool. What about you, Joe? The inventor of the denim hang tag. Am I right? <laughs> I'm right, aren't I? One of the founders, yes. <laughs> and I think Jess credited you as the founder on her podcast. But no, which technically means we've, you're the founder now. Yeah, <laughs> we've had a long conversation about this. I'm sure. Today. <laughs> yeah. So um, I started my account because of uh, Victor Salvage one I think it's Salvage one yeah so uh, I actually saw when he was in denim days I think it was two or three years ago and this is a time I was barely getting into denim and uh, I was just seeing his account and I saw like at least 50 denim heads and yeah. they were I from saw, I remember that that yeah. was like the same time as I was sort of going hang on a minute this is a fucking thing this <laughs> so they were all together weren't they in it, Amsterdam yeah you know, like yeah and and uh, I just I was just I was kind of shocked. Um, I didn't even think this community would be that big, um, let alone people traveling from all over the world just to come to Denim Days. That was crazy to me. So I wanted to bring that to LA, but I didn't know anybody at the time. Um, the only one that I was following was Denim Hound and maybe a couple of shops like um, Rogue Territory, General Quarters, and Freeno. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, you know, I send a DM to Greg um, to see if he can get a couple people to hang, and that's how we, can, well, my page came about, and also the LA Denim Hangs. Mm. That's how it started. Mm. So, what do you think it is? Uh, I suppose Frank touched on this mainly just then, uh, but it's it's relative to all three. 
What do you, you you said that you saw you know Jesus wearing this clobber is what you call it. So he's got his expensive boots on. See that? Did it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's got his expensive boots on, and he's got his expensive jeans and expensive jacket. And you were like, "Fuck what?" You know, like, as what's this even about? And then you said, and then I got into it. It's, it's not that straightforward, is it? You didn't all of a sudden decide that you are. So what is it? What is it for all three of you, uh, individually, obviously, that got you into it? Like, what were it the quality? Were it the way it looked? Is it the fades? What, what did you, what in your personality attached itself to that, to a point where you're here now, do you for think? For me personally was uniqueness. Um, you don't see a person cuffing jeans and wearing boots just strolling around in LA. I mean, now you do because there's a lot more denim heads out there now. Um, the uniqueness was for me what got me into it. Um, second was the quality. Um, obviously, we want to buy something that's going to be last. Um, a lot of people, before they even get into wearing denim or um, boots, they see the prices and they automatically just shy away from it. But I think if somebody actually educates these people and tell, and makes them aware of what they're buying and why it costs three hundred dollars to buy a pair of jeans as opposed to buying something from I don't know like Gap or H and M, that's not going to last you a long time. You're technically going to be spending more than three hundred over time. Hmm. So um, that's what got me into this. So it was um, more the sustainability. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I uh, never, re- I was still like stuck in my, I realized, I was looking at my day, my style, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized that I was still pretty much like college days, wearing my cl- same clothes from college. And I was like, no, I need I need my, like, my own style, something better. And I didn't feel confident wearing my clothes. And I always, I never really liked the pants, the leg opening, like where you could like wear shoes and then the shoes, all the shoes entire shoe would be covered you know like I don't know I wanted to get tapered but I didn't realize that there was like tapering stuff like yeah. services available and you know that's when veggies he started wearing it and I was like <sighs> so I like the boots so I got the boots right and then in order to show off the boots you need you know tapered <laughs> denim and I uh, I got into the whole uh, made in USA stuff like supporting like you know that and just the quality and what you're really uh, supporting the brands and what your um, what everything really means quality and then got into it's yeah just took off from there. But like, then it just starts to look cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it does. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, like it, uh, it's it, it, we said this all the time. And it's people are probably bored of hearing it, but it's it's style, not fashion. So once you get two or three garments, all of a sudden you go, "Hang on a minute, this all works together." So then you had a fourth one, and that works. And you had a fifth one, becomes that works, and then and then you sort of like oh, and then you've got a style, so that's it. Then you know it's a lot of effort to get out of that. <laughs> do, sure. do you know what I mean? It, w- once you're settled, I think it happens when you're a bit older because somebody that's into fashion needs to sort of reinvent the wardrobe every four to six months. So therefore, the you know ninety percent of people can only afford to pay twenty quid for a top and forty quid for the jeans because. It'll be a different colour, a different slogan. Is that different, even a word? A different yeah. coat. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Like it'll yeah. be a different one every, every two to three yeah. times trend. a year. Yeah, yeah a different trend different two to three times Sad. a year. So they can't afford to then spend three hundred quid on a pair of jeans or a jacket because that don't work. But 
I think when you get into this, what happens is you start to realise that, well, actually, it all works, and it works all time, and I'm not a kid anymore, so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need to do that. Do you know, like, and then it's just, you know, it evolves from there, doesn't okay. it? We did separate kind of like the teenage look, like you said, as yeah. a man, an adult, and this is something that gets better with age, mm. with time. You know, time is on your side, like the Rolling Stones, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's not a, as opposed to other stuff where you, the more you wash it, it starts tearing down, and yeah. you know, it starts, but this, Time is really on your side. That's just with water. That's Crotch just pop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we really shouldn't be asking him to drink it. It cannot go well. One thing uh, that you just mentioned, then again, Frank, which I'll touch on before we move over to Bryce. You said you got into like supporting American-made goods and stuff like that. So if we sort of flip that and come to this side of pond, uh, I like American-made goods. I like UK-made goods as well, and, and Zone stuff is all made in UK. Don't get me wrong. And, and Glenn likes his American-made goods, and lots of customers that come into this shop do, because towards it's a it's a bit romantic. It's like it's not cold windy England <laughs> mm. there's just a bit more there's a bit more to think about America's such a big country we're cowboys yeah do you know like <laughs> there's, there's a bit more sort of depth in uh, in the history so buying American made goods is probably quite infectious <laughs> or contagious to English people or Europeans do you get that same attachment to potential European brands or is it no we're in America and that's it do you know like alright Trump <laughs> <laughs> I nearly said make America great but no no no, 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 no. <laughs> not right do you get what I mean right yeah, 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 I do you get that association with a, a European brand in America where you kind of go oh this is different it's fresh it's new because I'm used to this Right, I mean, right. This is new, or do you just not get? Ex- is it just not there? Um, I think it's more um, for, for me personally. It's the style. Mm. Like a lot of, um, I have a friend. She's really into European stuff, mm. and but a lot of it is. She says that it's like slim. I don't have any experience. I don't know, but it's like slim, and like she says that it's like I'm still really pretty much new into this it's gonna be like second year in January so I still like I said I just ventured out into Japanese denim mm-hmm. so I all this last years just two years I've been just like stayed in my uh, made in USA but no I'm yeah it's I don't know, I'm lost for words here, like, how do I explain? (laughs) Well, it's funny that you said that there's a depth of, like, tradition in America, because I feel like that's, we don't have history, we're 300 years old, like, it's not not a whole lot, Um, but I feel that way about, like, heritage, I guess. Yeah, yeah other brands, like Japanese brands and like yeah. UK-made brands that have been around for, have been around for hundreds of years. There's not a lot of American brands that can say that. Even the oldest ones are mm-hmm. relatively new compared to just anything here, just because that's the nature of America and that's yeah. just yeah. how it is. Yeah. There's a lot to say for companies who started immediately at the birth of a nation and then have are still around and that's cool to be able to really be able to track that um 
But you do, there, in, there isn't sort of sought after European brands then that you would that's true. go for. Yeah, mm-hmm. whereas, that's absolutely true. Whereas a European yeah. would go for a 316 yeah. jacket. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I forget yeah. what yeah. I mean. Like, that's what? part of the, um, I feel like that's part of the American ego, though. We're yeah. very much willing to talk about how great we are and we mm. are willing to put ourselves out there in mm-hmm. a way that maybe other places yeah. aren't like. Mm. We're not just starting a company and immediately, or Americans are, are starting companies and immediately mm. saying like, we're we're great mm-hmm. and this is why. And not only is it fabric and production, but it is like, we're made here and see, we mm. can immediately attach, attach our name to this idea that is made in America that instantly makes it great. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a size thing? Because if you think to uh, compare America to Europe, you're in UK now, you're going to go to Dusseldorf tomorrow and that's going to be completely different. And then you're going to go to Amsterdam and that's going to be completely different. And then you're going to go to Paris and that's completely different. Whereas in America, you're big enough to be in <laughs> New York, Arizona, I don't know, fucking Texas. Like, yeah. they're all as different as all of Europe, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, so, like, yeah. so if we had a made in Europe stamp, which nobody uses, maybe that would... Mm. open it up a bit more do you get what I mean because you can get yeah. all them different cultures in the same country whereas we I'll, we can't because ours are all com- that's true you I mean that's a thing the same banner oh, whereas yeah. Europe yeah. might be if, if that makes mm. sense yeah production of a company in New York would be completely different than production of a company in California but mm. we're all US so mm. we all get to put that stamp on yeah it. yeah, yeah. we're the US I think it's wider though I think it's two things For, um, and I think it's Lee, Wrangler, Levi, step one, denim, America, there you go. Bubble. And then I think step two is, I think most English people, specifically English, are like fascinated by loads of American stuff, like loads of stuff, mm. such as like locations, such as like New York and Vegas and things like that. We were talking about that earlier. Then we even think about TV shows and you think about food. How excited when Taco Bell opened in England. It's like, fucking hell, it's Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, and but it's like, that's like really romantic for people, honestly. And like... First like, dates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like... Uh, and like... Uh, um, <laughs> no. And like, uh, we are, we've just got a drive through Starbucks in Wakefield. <laughs> <laughs> that's mad. Did not know that. No, that's mad, honestly. Ben's on his way. <laughs> and, and it's that... I think it's a wider influence of kind of like England becoming more Americanized and then that social attachment to more American things and things being far more accessible so then you can relate to it more and all that sort of stuff. So I think it's a whole culture thing as as well as style and denim and that sort of thing as well. Mm. That's my take on it. Well, this style in particular is very (laughs) American, I think. This is the like rugged workwear is very American. Yeah. Yeah, if I was if I was into like high fashion, like suits and tailored dresses, I would probably be really into Italy and yeah. Like yeah. Spain, but that's it's a different Yeah, yeah, look, for sure. So, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Yet, you've traveled all the way from America to be in Europe for a denim <laughs> True. event. True, yeah. <laughs> To only shop at denim stores and we then must, go uh, to a denim We must event. be good at throwing a party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what Europe's good at, yes. a party. <laughs> yeah. So really interesting. What do you think, Joe? About 
what we've just been talking about. <laughs> Do you, well, essentially, another thing that really interests me and I was fascinated is essentially we're all wearing the same thing, right? Yeah. Pretty much the same brands. Mm. But we, a lot of us wear it differently. Some mm-hmm. people like more tapered. Some people like a more straight leg. Mm-hmm. So with this American workwear, there's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it, that you can make it to your own unique style. Um, obviously, you know, in Europe here, you guys a little bit more tapered as mm-hmm. opposed to us in LA, but who's to say that you're wearing it wrong or I'm wearing it right? Yeah. And that's essentially what I like about it. So okay. as opposed to if you were going to something into like, I don't know, streetwear or higher fashion, if you're wearing like, I, mean, I don't know, Louis Vuitton and Off-White or something like that, people can categorize you as to being a hipster mm-hmm. and you're wearing something that shouldn't be, that you shouldn't put together. But with American Made, there's no such thing as right or wrong. There's mm-hmm. no rules here. Mm. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that's very, it's very diplomatic. It's a very diplomatic answer. Mm-hmm. What seems to be the, I mean, this is just away from your opinions now, just in general. What are the main sort of raw denim brands in America? I mean, I'm being biased if I answer <laughs> this one I right mean, here. Because yeah. we, could, like, well, we could say rogue territory, but truth is, is there maybe six or seven people work there? That's not a big company. Oh. Do you get what yeah. I mean? So who is No, the, but is that, it, it's like, not just production amount, but like notoriety. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they are, like them and 316, like those are two brands that I <coughs> knew before I really got into actually knowing about mm. raw denim those were two brands that i knew and could follow along with because of their notoriety and size of that, it that, that's the same with me but i'm yeah. all the way in england yeah. so i wasn't sure if that were different at all yeah you know is like, there um sorry go on babe. uh no all, all I wanna, no all i'm going to say is like in the in europe i'm going to narrow it i'm going to leave uk i'm going to say europe yeah <laughs> like edwin is huge yeah like edwin's in all the cities in you in europe so it's like, is the American version of that in America? I think the two most popular brands in America is definitely 316 and Rogue Territory. And they're the ones that you would see the most. Yeah. But we don't have a brand that's accessible. Like, I feel like Edwin and like Nudie, mm-hmm. those are accessible brands that don't, that I only know about because of being into it and knowing mm. that people in other countries are seeing this, where in America you don't see those. Like maybe mm. you see some nudies, but mostly people who are very bottom of interest, like are just mm-hmm. like, they might want to get a pair of jeans that might eventually fade, but they don't mm. really know anything yeah, about yeah. it, are just buying Levi's. Mm. That's yeah. it, like yeah, Levi's yeah. is yeah. it. And is there, um, is there some brands that will be coming up fast? like smaller brands which are starting to gain a lot of momentum uh, that we could expect to see or anybody you could advise to follow on Instagram? I don't think that like making jeans yeah I don't know like not that I know of I feel like the brands that are still considered small like I don't think that people consider Telesin as big as the other guys but like Mm -hmm. They're pretty. I feel like they're pretty big. Like they're I, under I radar. Telesim. Yeah, like they, loads yeah, of people exactly. wear Telesim, but they're just not as prominent on social media. And have you ever met the guys? Like, no. no. The uh, like the right, right sound. They're just into the baseball. Yeah. Into the hiking and walking and and just making good jeans, but they're not. Uh, 
they're not as young as Rogue Territory. They're yeah. Not, you know, they're all like our age. Well, and... They're more 50. Yeah, you know? that's, that's a big thing. I actually have a good friend who um, met them because he worked at a clothing retailer for a little while mm. and kind of said that, like, they're not really into socializing mm-hmm. or, like, having yeah, just, people all over and that yeah. kind of thing, which, when you are, it it's a big deal and that really gets a yeah. lot of people interested in your brand. Yeah, well, there's family guys just older, just older. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate sound, though, and they make good fucking jeans. Yeah. Every time you say family guy, where well, you've said about four times, I keep thinking of Peter Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So what else we've got in common with America? <laughs> people like family guy in America. Yeah. So then, let's go, uh, let's go all out, stereotypical American. McDonald's, five guys, in and out burger. <laughs> where are you going? In and out. It's in between five guys and in and out. <laughs> I, like, like, ah, I can't. Not McDonald's for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Californian me would say in and out, but five guys is way better. <sighs> What's the story as well about you can go in and ask for like off the menu burgers? Uh, in and out. Yeah. Is that like animal style you call animal it? Style. Animal style. Animal yeah. style. But that's just what. Uh, there's a couple of restaurants out there. Uh, Starbucks has a secret menu also. Did I it? just found out about Yeah. Oh, yeah. Starbucks has Each a secret Starbucks menu. Each Starbucks location like, will make their own thing too. So if you right. just like go in and ask for something weird, what, they'll probably coffee? make it for you. It has yeah. to be food. So it has to be a coffee. No, a coffee. Drink. Wow, okay. yeah. mm. No, but in animal that. style is the only off menu thing. That's the only thing. And. In LA, do you have to eat lots of avocados every day? (laughs) Only if you're Chipotle. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, the last house that I had in uh, California before I moved to Washington, we had an avocado tree. Wow. And those things come in all at one time. And then they they only ripen off the tree, which is great. But Mm -hmm. you just... They, you physically cannot eat them fast enough, so we would pull them and put like six at a time and try to ripen them, and then yeah. it would be like, all right, I have like ten bags. To yeah. Get to yeah, I just, just can't do it. Happen. Yeah, avocados are so expensive in England. Yeah, they are so it's expensive. It's a minimum of a quid, isn't it? There were some avocados Easy. in Tesco this morning that were one pound seventy-five each. Yeah, I, Easy. Yeah, in Washington, I mean, it's it's a dollar fifty. An avocado, like mm-hmm. no matter what. And yeah. how much are they in Trader Joe's? Be that's a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> or you can buy a bag for cheaper. <laughs> Three ninety nine a bag. Ding. <laughs> um, I think that concludes part three, guys. Yeah. Uh, just because we've got to the hour point, and this is where it crashed on Red Wing last time. Yeah. So part three, then uh, um, we'll save it off, and then we'll come back for that for part four. Yeah. <laughs> Outro Good. time. Yeah, you can just chill. So, back for part four. Part four. Slight delay in that, but nobody will notice that because it'll be seamless to everybody else. Yeah. Um, Does it sound all right? You up? Does it sound all right? Yeah, it sounds lovely. Lovely. Uh, so we're kicking off now from four mics down to one in true Clubbercam style, mm. <laughs> winging it <laughs> every step of the way. Um, it's 25 to five. Uh, we're just about to conclude, probably next 15, 20 minutes. Mm. Um, what are you guys doing tonight in very, very cold, windy Sheffield? Yeah, what will your plans be, seeing as ever to bail? To have some really good, good food, stuff ourselves. Mm. Uh, drink more beer, get some lime, some Roners. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's lime some lime? That's just a term of Americans say out Li- there. Limes that's, and Coronas. That's, Li- exactly. That's not ah, a term. That is actually. That's not. I don't know where. Yeah, that's a term. Limes and Coronas. Sounds a bit ASAP Rocky, that. You can't say it. Limes and Coronas. There's a there's a really good Mexican just up road that does all tacos and like specialises in all tequilas and it's called Pina Pina in fact I'll walk up with you Pina. I'll walk up with you and have a Pina. one last one yeah we'll do that after mm. here then yeah brilliant and you can stay there and then we'll get you a list of pubs to go to yeah the get temple some. the church place. yeah I was going to say we're going to go, go get some crazy vegan, vegan food vegan food yeah. not that kind of church frankly do you have did the band bring me the horizon is that a big band in America they didn't know. I knew who it was. Yeah. They didn't yeah. know who it was. Yeah. We had this conversation in the bakery earlier yeah. oh. about bring me the horizon. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they didn't know what to say of you. <laughs> bring me the horizon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm doing toasties. We're, we're just you two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And these don't even know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It's a disaster. Yeah. So, Kam, how does it rate on the European tour scale? After two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of places in two days. Yeah. I, I don't know. We were so tired yesterday. It's hard to give them a fair ranking. No. Mm-hmm. Just top of the list. Yeah. <laughs> we, we kept you in water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we kept you guys in beer. Frank got as Look. much water as he could drink, which is... Loads of council pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy days. Um, what do you... So, obviously, you're going to Dusseldorf and... Amsterdam and Paris and Paris as well yes um, why Paris by the way you know what I was just on for the ride <laughs> yeah sure I'll just wait vote. no how I, is this how did we let Frank plan all of this because I'm along for Frank. the ride I jumped on at the very end I and I Paris. thought that you guys had planned all of this so it's scares me now to know that this was all Frank's plan. <laughs> this is horrifying. You can answer this question because I had Yeah, no why Paris, Frank? So why Paris, Frank? Why Paris, Frank? <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> I already said it. No. Well, you gotta do Paris. I did. To be fair, my only request, because they did ask me where I wanted to go, if there was anywhere other than London. Germany, Amsterdam, and Paris, and I said the only request that I had was that we go, if we're going to be in Paris, that we go to the catacombs, mm-hmm. and we're going to be there on Halloween, so my one, and my special birthday request was that we went to the catacombs, and so mm. that was it, because I want to go, and we're going to go on you Halloween. Will, you will write, like, uh, it is cool, it's like, cool. The, uh, in Paris, they have, I don't really know about denim shops, but in terms of really cool vintage and workwear shops... There's a really big chain called Hippie Market, which is a bit of a shit name, to be honest. But, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's, uh, <coughs> it's owned by one of the biggest vintage clothing processors in the world. And they have got a shitload of stock, but it's very vintage, if you know what I mean. It's like a bit fancy dressy sometimes. Mm. Okay. But then if you can go to a store called Killy Watch, that's owned by the same company. But like Killy Watch is cool as fuck. So they do all proper work jackets. You know Spicy Wreck on Amsterdam, mm. on uh, Instagram? No. Right, if you start following him on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's quite a big well, player. I bet he's up okay. at like 30, 35,000-ish. Oh, mm-hmm. And he looks after their menswear department in Paris. And uh, it does all, uh, a lot of vintage like Bell Staff and Barber, 
and work wear, but then it'll have a Ray-Ban concession. And you can buy new denim from there as well. That's called Killiwatch. That it's, sounds it's like... by far, like, the best. Hmm. Okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That yeah, kind of sounds like how visiting. Mr. Freedom is. Yeah. And I was going to ask as well, did you, like, did you budget for, like, purchases along the way? <laughs> what is that like a, you know, are you buying as well as traveling? Only in bag space. Right. Yeah. yeah. Money was... Yeah. I'm going to be very broke when I get <laughs> Joe there was, was a adamant that we uh, not check in any bags. We could be quick, <laughs> quick, quick. Yes. So, wow. Yeah, we had to well, like. It also would have cost us fifty dollars. Well, you know, exactly. Like, it yeah. is. Yeah. Which is because we have limited time, so a carry-on would make more sense as opposed to us checking a bag in anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, my my cousin uh, kind of warned me because when I came on March. I had this thing that I wanted to bring like nine pair of boots. She's like, no, there's no way you're going to do that. <laughs> and she's like, we're all doing is taking the carry-on and that's it. And, you know, the first thing is like, I'm not going to fit all my clothes in here. What are you talking about? And you're a girl. Like, how are you going to fit your clothes, let alone? But I think, uh, yeah, that's that's where uh, I had to stop myself and say, you know what? I'm only taking one pair. And initially I told Frank, we should only just bring one pair of clothing and buy everything else out there. Yeah. So that's... I mean, so yeah. I've been, I've been on the expensive. group chat with these guys for the past what, like month and a half, and the very I think the first thing in the chat was like, "How many pairs of boots are you guys taking?" And I was like, <laughs> what? What? I don't. They'll pair on my feet. I don't, we can't fit that much. I'm quite interested in uh, Frank's Truman boots, simply because we didn't get them over here. But obviously, I know loads about them, and they've done ten at ten, and I speak to them a lot. Oh. Uh, so, like, what is it like? Where do they sort of sit? in the market in America, because you've got Red Wing, Viberg, and Truman are sort of in the middle. They're kind of like equivalent to our trickers. True. In a way, price-wise, you know, it's at four to five hundred pound sort of thing. Is it, uh, is it a lot of them, or is it still a very, very niche? Uh, well, in the, in the US, um, I they're relati- rel- they were relatively unknown. Mm-hmm. Like they were coming up with new new compared to other companies like especially Viver mm. been around for years but I feel like they've been picking up mm. and seeing more and more is there uh, a certain thing that made that happen like what Instagram for example all of a sudden people are talking about this boot and then people start buying it and I think Instagram had a big you reckon big help to that yeah so mm. um, but yeah right what, here are they you, based in Los Angeles Boulder. No, they're in Boulder, Boulder. Colorado. Whereabouts is that, Colorado? Right next to Denver when we're talking about it. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ah, that's yeah. interesting. Because it's the first pair I've ever actually seen. Oh, in, in person, really? Mm. Oh. Yeah. They, they, they have sent me messages about being in here. Oh, yeah. Quite a lot. Do you know, like, well, I speak, is it Craig? I speak to Craig. Is it Craig from Truman? I oh, think Vince. so. Vince. Yeah, I speak to Vince quite a lot, but... Nearly. Close. Close. Yeah. Very close. There's somebody called Craig at work, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I just not built up my Red Wing collection big enough yet to have mm. another mm. brand, if you know what I mean. So uh, that's where I am with it. And then, obviously, the import taxes will not let me do it now. But Yeah, but in terms of Europe, they're not... Exactly. Not it's like non-existent, is it? So all the selling, and this is no reflection on the brand or the product, all the selling would have to come from my following. Like It'd have to be me convincing everybody to buy every pair <laughs> mm-hmm. if they're from UK at the minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I suppose with stuff like Red Wing, it, they've already, 
they'll come here because they already know about Red Wing. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? And it's, uh, it's uh, but I do really like them though. Really good. Yeah. You've got a pair, haven't you, Brad? I do. Yeah. I do have a pair. I, I bought my pair used because they're too rich for my blood. But they're, they're the construction is incredible. The leathers that they use are just super unique. I mean, as far as like built to buy, like, I mean, you can buy made to order boots in the craziest leathers, obviously, mm-hmm. but like boots that you can just go and try on and buy somewhere. I feel like Truman's kind of got that mm-hmm. market. Not that you can go and try them on many places, but mm. like they're crazy and you can watch them make them and they mm. are mm-hmm. posting stuff about hand stitching and going to the like tannery and go. they are out and they're working like farms mm. and you can see cows Shit. and you can see them using their boots, which is like... I. They're feeding cows on the side of the road. Not I. I, pretend, I try not to imagine that those that's are the cows that are on my feet. That's because they're wearing its sister. I feel a little bit bad about that, but um, no, it's it's cool. It's that whole like we were saying earlier that American vibe. Like you yeah, get to yeah. see that they really are out there, and they're cow. Mm. They're boots for cowboys. Yeah. yeah, I think they're one of the brands that do. Talk they're one of the brands that do like fireman boots. We were just saying that the other day. Yeah, that we were just saying the other day. There's like three American brands that make boots for the firemen who fight the wildfires. Okay, yeah. And are all across this the West Coast, and I think they're one of them. But I might Mm. I might be completely making Mm. that up. So, but I'm pretty sure. But that's one of the cool things about Mm. that American made. Are they? Yeah. What do you wear outside of Truman's? I only have Red Wings and Oak, Oak Streets before, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think Oak Streets are very similar to Trickers, where they're quite smart. They're, they? very they're a bit more nice. of a dress shoe, yeah. if yeah. you know what I mean. I've only seen a few pairs. I've, mm. seen, I've seen his, and I think I saw somebody else's, and it was like, oh, Jesus. The, on, yeah, the only reason, yeah. the only reason this podcast exists is because of George from Oak Street Bootmakers, because he can talk. And I, had a, <laughs> I, I was doing a five-minute interview with him in Berlin, and Callum had to type it all up, you know, the interviews. So they were all like little five-minute interviews, and he were going to release three at a time, over twice a week, you know. Mm. And I got sat down talking to George from Oak Street Bootmakers, and I'm not gonna lie, he just didn't shut up. Like I could not <laughs> keep it, the interview in in like to a normal time period. So it was like a 30 minute interview, and I thought Callum's never gonna type this up for me. So I thought I'm gonna have to listen to it on my way home one day from here, or like I'll listen to it and I'll just work out which bits we can cut out and what we can turn into uh, a five minute interview. But his story's fucking really interesting. <laughs> So, like, I just listened to it all halfway through the whole 30 minutes, and that's literally when I phoned you. Mm. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, we've got to do a podcast. And it were all because of George not shutting mm. up on a five-minute interview, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird, because yeah. yeah. it was actually a really good story. And to this day, we've not had him on podcast. <laughs> no. So this will be number... 39. 39. Yeah. So we're racking them up a bit, mm. which is cool. Um someone knocked at door then a bit creepy um, so yeah um, I don't know if I've, we've got anything more to add we're one hour and 15 minutes in which is pretty cool no I think we should try and if we can it'll depend on our availability catch up with the guys towards yes. back end of week on the Amsterdam leg of the yeah. mm. European tour 
God, you like Kiss or something? European <laughs> tour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is amazing. Uh, so let's go and uh, grab some cocktails and beers. Yeah, that's fine. I need uh, to answer some emails first. That's fair enough. Just quickly. Anything else right. anybody wants to add? Thank no. you, guys. Shout out to no. the other ones who didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. Shame on you. Shout out to all the people we invited and wouldn't come. Were it, always, <laughs> were it always just you three or were they supposed to, or did it start off with eight, then it was seven, no. then it was six? They dropped like flies. Yeah. yeah. Much. Got yeah. to do. It was Jesus. He was Jesus Vegas. I don't think there. you want to put people on blast. I know. <laughs> 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 you already <laughs> said. We can take it. We can take it. Yeah. No, but he, he really wanted anybody. to be here. Yeah. But yeah. he had to. Uh, he, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> he can't go on Sorry. vacation. He, he is a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> he can't go on vacation at the same time as another co worker. Like, only one co worker can go on vacation at a time. And someone with more seniority was going to a wedding the same, like, these same days mm. or something. So he couldn't ask for it off. And mm -hmm. that's why. But yeah. And then good, sa good save. Good so. save. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I needed him here to rein in Frank, but he's not here. So <laughs> <laughs> it's my doing, unfortunately. No, thank you guys. You guys were awesome. No, no, no thanks for coming. Too. And last question. We'll split this into two between you guys and then B. If somebody from the UK is going to Los Angeles tomorrow, what three things should they do? Oh, there's so many things to do in LA. They've only got time well, for the three. <laughs> They're like us. They have a day in each place. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got to do three things. If you were advising. Well, definitely check out the shop's free note. General quarters and rail car. Mm -hmm. You can do that in an afternoon. I did it. I mean, it depends it's one on the thing. person. But yeah. Okay, that's one thing, yeah. The food. Uh, where, where are we where eating? eating? Oh, don't get me started with that. You have yeah. another hour left? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can always go to Plan Check. There's, all, there's one in Wilshire and Santa Monica. Uh, Daily Dose in downtown LA, Arts District. Let's say what kind of food is it? It's working food. American. American food. So like just, just burgers, fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Proper food. But I mean, if you want a, like a good steak, then obviously there's Fogo the Chow, there's Mashal Steakhouse. Um, Korean barbecue. It depends on your budget, but there's so many things to do out there. Yeah. Okay. You guys, you guys are real good and at what's that. The thing? So we're, we're going shopping. We're going to grab some American food. And what else are we doing? What's the third thing? For fun. The Griffith Observatory? Yeah, that that, that works. Or the hot, yeah, if you... Uh, no? No, no, I'm just... Why don't you... Bryce is sticking her tongue out. <laughs> oh, no. I'm only sticking my tongue out because the day that I got to L.A., um, Jesus texted me and said, do you want to go to breakfast at 6.30 a.m.? They picked me up. <laughs> they, took me, they took me to a place that <laughs> did not open for an hour and a half. So we just sat in what? the parking lot. No. Yeah. Didn't open. They didn't open until 8. So then we sat there. And then they made me hike through Griffith Park to go to an old zoo that's not open anymore <laughs> in order to take pictures of Frank's boots. And then when we got to the place that he was like, 
I don't like this. And then that was it. And it was 90 degrees outside. So that's what what's not so, to do with so it. So don't do that. Do basically, Dior can keep answering this question. Don't ask Frank. He doesn't have good advice. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> I've got more if I you want. I said the Griffith <laughs> Observatory. That's at the top. It's like old L.A. Sioux. I mean, the there's bottom. there's plenty of beaches. There's hiking trails. It, it just depends on whatever the person wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pretty big place. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Everything. Yeah, it's all good to beach. Yeah. Sounds beach. like a plan. And what we're doing in what we're doing in Seattle, be? What are we doing in Seattle? Freezing, probably. <laughs> I mean, if you're from here, it's probably pretty <laughs> accurate. It's probably the same. Um, can we go and see Kurt Cobain's house? That's you can. You can. I, I had a. a I had a picnic at the beach by the house where he died. I was very excited. Really? You can see it. Wow. Sounds cheerish. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, cheery to us weirdos. Um, I mean. There's lots of stores. They unfortunately are pretty far apart. Seattle's mm-hmm. kind of weird in that each neighborhood's kind of hard to get to. Um, but there's shopping. There's lots of cool denim stores to go mm-hmm. to. Um, so obviously there's Foundry Men's Goods that's south in in a place called Gig Harbor. And it's just like a really cool little island with all kinds of cool stuff to do. And there's Blue Owls in yes. Seattle. There's... Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Frank's Frank's trying to show us his butt. (laughs) The sober one is showing his ass (laughs) to a microphone. Um, What is crutch an hour ago? Yeah, (laughs) true. We should be surprised. I understand Um, why he doesn't drink now. (laughs) We don't need it. We don't need it. Let's be friends. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, The... uh, Pike Market is really cool. There's all kinds of stuff. You can see the people legitimately throwing fish. They do that all day long. They call a crowd before they start tossing fish to each other. So you've seen it in like uh, Real World, the original Real World. They're there now. Real World is in Seattle again filming. So sometimes people get caught on camera filming Real World. But uh, yeah, so you could go to Pike Market. That's like the place to go. There's the giant, uh, uh, what's it called? The... Ride the big like the London Ferris ride. wheel, the Ferris yeah. wheel. You can Ferris do all wheel. that kind of stuff. Thank you, Frank. Frank, Frank came up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, honestly, no. What? <laughs> honestly, uh, Seattle's known for their drag shows. That's like right, really? it's like right. a thing. All of Seattle, like pretty much everywhere you go, is gonna have a drag queen there because they are known for that. It's okay. kind of weird. It's mm. kind of weird that they are like every event that you go to has drag queens there just because they are <laughs> so, like they, like <laughs> it's weird. Let's put this into perspective. In Los Angeles, we're going shopping. We're gonna get some nice American food and sit yeah. on a beach. In Seattle, we're going shopping. We're gonna to toss some fish and then we're hang out with a drag queen. We're gonna go to a drag show <laughs> for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In between seeing a house where somebody died. Yes, and also on your way, you should go and see Kurt Cobain's house. Yeah. yeah. So. And we've got to wear a jacket. It's freezing. Definitely wear a jacket. Don't. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Don't well, forget it. Which you can, can buy from that Foundry Men's Goods. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Oh. Clubacam. Oh, Clubacam. Yes, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, cool. Let's wrap it up. Let's go and grab some Jack and Coke. And try to f- we'll try to slip Frank some Jack and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Lovely. Uh, thanks for joining us. And thanks we'll catch for joining us. Time. LA Denim Hang guys, Joe, Frank, and B.
Cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers.